Welcome to Beach to Sandy, Water to Wet, a podcast featuring real reviews written by people who just need the world to know what they think. Between you and me, I wanted to like this podcast, but I'd give it zero stars if I could. We're recording. This is our Hallmark episode, not the holiday one. Mm-mm. I don't even know what we're going to call it. Uh, Probably not non-holiday Hallmark, but that was kind of... still say Hallmark movies. Reviews of Hallmark movies. I feel like that's better than non-Christmas Hallmark. It's <laughs> yeah, too confusing. Yeah. It, it's confusing, but uh, got some good stuff, I think. I'm excited. This was fun. <laughs> it's a very, very big departure from last episode, I think, because... At least like last episode when you when I was reading reviews of like Seinfeld and shit and people were like, I don't understand how people can enjoy this. Mm-hmm. But this is like I understand like its purpose, but it's ridiculous still. You know what I mean? Wait. Never mind. You understand or the reviewer? The reviewer, I'm saying. Like they I my reviewers were, I feel like, I don't know, better about these somehow than I feel like we're playing guess who and you're like, does your reviewer have <laughs> glasses yeah Yeah. my reviewers um they're weirdly for me they were less unhinged i see because it uh, they go into it with the understanding that like this is a hallmark movie and they usually are people who like hallmark movies yeah or if they don't they recognize that they're not you know they're not not gonna like yeah yeah um well interesting um can i can i start yeah okay because i have something here from john and this email, the original email from John was actually, because I was like, why is this so familiar? It was in my Between You and Us folder. Oh. I just hadn't read it yet. Um, and since we've kind of just not known what to do with Between yeah. You and Us, it's just been like in stasis yeah. in my folder. Well. And so when John resent this, I guess heard that we were doing homework yeah. and was like, well, here you go. I was like, this is a perfect chance. This is our review of the movie The Shell Seekers, starring Angela Lansbury. Wow. Shell Seekers, Hallmark. I should have... Uh, I, I pulled out the um, synopsis for pretty much all of these. Yeah, there were so many that were so weird, the titles, and whose plots I was surprised by. Because when I think Hallmark, I think those cheesy romance movies. Yeah. But some of these were like... They had real plots. Whether they were well-written or not is another story, but... I didn't realize how many types of movies oh, Hallmark makes. Oh, they do makes. a lot of like true, not, well, they do true crime mm-hmm. stuff. They do stalking stuff, which well, I guess is true they crime. They do sci-fi? They do? Yeah. What? I saw ones that were like sci-fi, mostly, mostly like apocalypse like or end of the world, like what? space stuff. But yeah, they do all sorts of stuff. They do apocalypse movies? They did. Okay. I'll get more into it with this article but like d and i were talking about it and she said that um she was reading this article and i'll mention it later but um they do a lot of movies that have similar uh concepts to movies existing pre-existing movies but they're trying to like it seems like some sort of like cash grab based on like for example pirates of the caribbean soon after pirates of the caribbean hallmark released like a really shitty pirates movie like pirates of the ohio river 
of the Mississippi. Exactly. Okay. How did you know? I don't know, because I'm just pretty good at this. So this is the Shell Seekers. I mean, maybe this is apocalyptic. It's, it sounds like it would be... Sci-fi. Some th- sort of sci-fi that's like based on the Hunger Games or something. Well, right? Well, I haven't read the description, the synopsis. I'll read it now. Penelope Keeling, Angela, Angela Lansbury, is a withdrawn English matron from an artistic family. After suffering what seems to be a heart attack, Penelope reevaluates her past choices and decides to reconnect with her children, including Noel and Olivia. Looking back on her life, Penelope reflects on moments of both happiness and regret, focusing in particular on her ill-fated romance with one-time love, Richard. Okay. Okay, it doesn't seem very sci-fi, but... Uh, here's the review. Now, the the reason this is so important, this review. Oh, okay. Is because John wrote it. <gasps> but he wrote it 20 years ago. Wow. And he didn't remember until he, like, went through his Amazon and was like, wow. oh, my God, I wrote this review, like, 20 years That's ago. That's funny. Right? I'm very, oh, wow. Are we going to rip into John? So, John. I'm not holding back, so. Not holding back, John. You sent this in multiple times. Which this means... fucking idiot. Who the fuck? No, okay. Yeah, we don't even have to hear the review. You want to just rip into him anyway? Kind of. <laughs> this is. We just recorded the last episode, so last week's episode, which was it ended with me being very annoyed. Yeah, so. it was basically a noise Andy. This energy for is coming pages. right into this one. So, John, you are in the wrong place at the wrong time, my friend. So, one star review on Amazon of this film, and the title is Yawn. <laughs> This makes it so much better. And I don't know how old John is, but I'm assuming 20 years ago, like... They were not zero? They were... Yeah. They seem to be pretty youthful. My guess is like either child or teenager. Oh, really? I think uh, based on... I don't know. Okay, careful. You're going to start... You're going to be like, man, based on the writing style, it's like a 12-year-old. Yeah, well, isn't that what we're doing? I wrote this when I was like 30. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, oh, okay. Make him feel like shit. Just kidding. Okay, uh... Just one listener. Come on. John. <laughs> For the entertainment John. of millions of, of others. Millions. It says yawn, but it's lowercase y, capital A, lowercase wn, <laughs> and then two asterisks. So now you tell me. I don't want to tell you anything because I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this movie stars Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast. Only she isn't a teapot in this movie. She's some old woman that had a heart attack. <laughs> Now we're all waiting for her to die. 98 long minutes. She doesn't die. (laughs) My grandma says she was dead at the end, but I say no. That was me. I was bored to death. (laughs) John, you're funny. That was actually, this is, uh, okay. John. John. Give me something to be annoyed about, please. The general plot is Mrs. Potts has three non-teapot kids, and I can't tell them apart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It seems that Nancy and her brother are married, but they aren't. Nancy is really married to some grouch. He should die too, but I don't think he does. The best way to view this movie is with the TV off and you in another room with your friends eating chocolate. And <laughs> <laughs> 14 people found this helpful. Wow, John, you're popular. a tastemaker. Wow. I'm impressed. Anyway, I know we were going to shit on you, but actually, yeah, that was a, uh... I was pretty thoroughly... Uh, Entertaining. That was an entertaining negative review. Was yeah. it one out of ten or what was it? Uh, one out of five. One out of five. Okay. Yeah. It's not his thing. Not she wasn't even a teapot. And her children weren't either. Teapot. <laughs> her non-teapot kids. I mean, oh my God. That's pretty good. That's good. Good job, John. Oh, I can't be mad at you, John. I can't stay mad. It's so hard to stay mad at John. So true. 
<laughs> and I appreciate the willingness to share a he review that said, you wrote 20 years ago. Yeah, he even that's said, impre- I know I'm breaking the rules because like, I wrote this. I mean. But we never really stipulated yeah, that as a rule. That's like, if we wrote these reviews like the day of and yeah, then then, pretended like they were other people, then maybe then we'd maybe be breaking, we'd be some breaking rules the rules yeah. uh, that we made. But you're but allowed. You, you can break any rules you want. Mm-hmm. My first one is of a movie called A Country Wedding. It's from 2015. Uh, and the description says, Sparks fly when an engaged country music singer reconnects with a childhood friend. Okay. Yeah. That sounds saucy, huh? Great. Sounds really saucy, um, which is exactly what we're looking for. Mm. Also, by the way, this isn't relevant for this one. No offense to the people in this. But um, it's funny how like many like A-list huge celebrities have been in. Angela Lansbury, for example. Well, like, sure, yeah. Huge, I mean, she's been in I was, multiple, I'm pretty sure. I was about sure. to say who, and then I'm like, okay, yeah. The one you just read, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there are more like Sir Patrick Stewart was is oh. in one. He was in that Pirates one I was talking about. Pirates of the Ohio River. <laughs> yes, Pirates of the Ohio River. <laughs> Um, anyway, I'll get probably read more of those types of things. Uh, here is a one out of ten uh, review on IMDb for a country wedding titled "The Film Equivalent of a Dumpster Fire." And <laughs> here we go. Cheesy, adjective, cheesy. Comparative, adjective, cheesier. Superlative, adjective, cheesiest. One, like cheese in taste, smell, or consistency. A pungent, cheesy sauce. No, two. Informal. Cheap, unpleasant, or blatantly inauthentic. <laughs> cheesy motel rooms. End of review. Well- <laughs> <laughs> they just copy and pasted the dictionary Webster's definition. Webster's Dictionary defines cheesy as a pungent <laughs> sauce. Oops, I forgot to take that one out of the review. Wow. I wonder so if stupid. it was one of those where it's like, you need to write more, like yelled, like, you need <laughs> yeah. to write more than five words. And, and the like, way it was spaced was so confusing because it, I think really they just co- copy co- literally pasted. copy and pasted from a website. Formatting did not work out too well. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, I, I saw that film come up a few times. It seems to have quite a mix of, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a mixed bag of reviews. Mixed bag for sure. Um, I didn't bring any of that movie, but I do have one of Easter Under Wraps. Ooh. Aaron Cavendish. Well, here's the thing. What? We didn't do Christmas movies, holiday mm-hmm. movies for this. And I thought, what's coming up? Yeah. I guess And Easter. Wh- while Easter is a holiday. So I was thinking, because Dee was brought up this Leprechaun Hallmark movie <gasps> that exists. She was like, does that count? Because St. Patrick's Day is a holiday. And I said, no, we were thinking about like like, oh, holiday right. as in uh, cr- like Christmas, Christmas time holidays. Like just just. And I, I would say ninety nine percent of the time it is Christmas, which is why I keep saying Christmas. Yes, with, um, with Hallmark, yes, exactly. With Hallmark specifically, although I did see Love Under the Menorah or something, and I'm like, I don't think you know how a menorah works. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was like, uh, or maybe I don't, but I'm pretty like, sure. I'm pretty sure you don't. How are you gonna light all those? Do you mean candles? mistletoe? It's not the same thing. Yeah, and it's literally um, just like, hmm, what can we change mistletoe yeah, to? Yeah, right. Menorah. It's like the same amount of syllables, I guess. I guess it's better than like Love Under the Dreidel. Oh, God. I'm trying to learn, like, think about any other. The guilt. Uh, hmm. Chocolate guilt. Here we go. Easter under wraps. <laughs> anyway, Let's get back to Christianity. Anyway, come on. Here's the description or the synopsis. Erin Cavendish goes undercover at her family's chocolate plant to see why sales are down when she meets head chocolatier Brian, Uh-oh. who has new ideas on how to update the Easter product line. 
That's the that sounds, synopsis. Does that mean it sounds sinister? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds like he's like, going to put drugs in the chocolate, yeah. <laughs> right? Or is that just me? Um, this, guess what it has on IMDb? I don't know if you have, I, I just wrote it Man. down for fun. Like overall on IMDb? Yeah, but you don't have to. Like if you brought it up, like it's probably low, but I feel like for most of these, we were in like the sixes. It's not that 6. low. 6.8? 6.4. 6.4. I just put it next to all the synopses okay. just for Oh yeah, fun. okay, that is fun. I should say that, yeah. I'll say that for my future ones. I think that last one was about it was a six point. It was a six point nine. They get like pretty decent. I think because people know what they're exactly getting into, and it it, it has its target audience, and yes, they love it precisely. Uh, unfortunately, Sarah does not feel that way. This is a one star review called "Horrible," and it's a verified purchase of Easter under wraps. They somehow managed to remove Christ from Easter. I wasn't expecting this to be a religious movie, but it was downright anti-Christian. I am sorry I bought this movie and wasted my money. End of review. Wow. I wonder what happened. Uh, Yeah, right? What could be so anti-Christian? Like, you should just be glad they made it Easter instead of like springtime, blah, blah, blah. Seriously, I'm like, Easter is inherently a Christian holiday. Why are you acting like they made it anti... Whatever. I I don't know what happened at this chocolate plant. I kind of do want to know. It seems like something not something he is heathenistic a word. You know what? I'll allow it. Because I know heathenism uh, is a word. He, he, yeah, 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 yeah. Heathenistic? Yeah. Heathenistic. Wow. Okay. That's a good one. Um, I wonder if they were chocolate crosses before and then the guy was like, let's reach a, a wider. Nobody audience. loves God anymore. Yeah. <laughs> let's melt these down. <laughs> melt down the crosses. Oh my God. That's exactly what it was. They melted them down and turned them into pentagrams. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's good, Zadie. Thank you. I think we should write it. Write a. Uh, demonic easter chocolate movie yeah and we're gonna call it easter under wraps too to get that same audience mm. i mean the first one was heathenistic already what about what if it's easter under the menorah <laughs> uh. <laughs> easter under the gelt it's already made of chocolate okay whoa i know oh my god Incredible. oh my god what if they turn all the crosses into gelt i was gonna say what if that's what it is <gasps> That's fun. So much fun. (laughs) That sounds great. But I'm going to move on. Okay, if you must. Uh, My next one is of uh, Love on the Sidelines. I almost said I have the same one, but mine's just called Love Begins. I'm like, why did I think by the word love I was going to know what it is? Um, Love on the Sidelines. This sounds like your dream movie. Laurel is a struggling fashion designer who finds herself with a job as a personal assistant for Danny, a quarterback sidelined with an injury. Laurel knows nothing about football, and Danny hasn't ever had a female assistant. Oi, okay. I, oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's exactly what you think. Loving it, loving um, it. This is a two out of ten review titled, A Blend of Conservative Stereotypes. Warning, spoilers. This movie is mainly a agglomeration of... Conser- is that the word? What? Agglomeration? <laughs> it's not a agglomeration. Mainly a agglomeration of conservative... Okay, Sorry. Uh, like an amalgamation I'm familiar with. Uh, agglomeration I, is also mean? a word. I'm, I've never heard it. I should have yeah. looked this up. I just, I think in my head I read it as an amalgamation. Now that I'm reading it aloud, I was like, it means a pungent, cheesy. Oh, wait, no, <laughs> that's not right. Uh, no, the informal version. The informal. Please. 
Um, okay. The mo- this movie is mainly a agglomeration of conservative white American cliches. There are about three funny scenes in it. The rest just follow the rom-com chick flick stereotype you have seen a thousand times before. The stubborn male lead is just concerned about his male issues, while the insecure female lead makes an effort to satisfy him and to fulfill the duties of her new job. And there are, for sure, the loving family and friends who know that both are in love before even they know it themselves. And the white male lead explains to one of his African-American teammates how to wear a suit properly. We do it like this. Probably they cut out the (gasps) N-word. Oh, God! (laughs) Could you imagine if they're like, "Mm, that shouldn't make it to the end result. Finally, the father says, yeah, that's my son. Everyone is happy. Everybody is successful and gets rich. Everybody is a wasp. Afterwards, I had to open the window to get in some fresh air. I gave it a two instead of a one because of the female lead, whose acting is good. End of review. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had to open the window. <laughs> to get some fresh air. To recover. Isn't that like, amazing? filled my home with noxious fumes. <laughs> Alexander. <laughs> whoa. I know. I don't love that he had to teach his co- companion, his, what do you call teammate. Clearly, I'd be the, the this girl in this situation, yeah. the worst assistant. His teammate had to wear a suit. It's, such, it's so, so stupid. And also, like, the, it was not the only review. Ba- basically, other reviews were all about the sexism that was oh, no. rampant well, throughout sure. this movie. I mean, just by the the, the concept itself, it very it's much rough. lends itself to it's rough. Uh, sexism. So um, She doesn't know anything about... Oh, my God. Sports ball. What's it called? Yeah, sports ball. Um, okay. The next movie I have is called Love Begins. Okay. Have you heard about this? It, I don't think so. Okay. It's basically from a... I would a love to hear more of I know you would. It's from a series called Love Comes Softly. Okay. Uh, also not familiar. Which were books that then turned into movies. And then Hallmark created Love Begins, which is like, I think, the prequel to all of them. Got it. It's a period piece. It's like a old-timey it's set in olden days like pioneer days basically oh yeah okay discover how the love come softly series began oh this is a synopsis after their father's passing ellen barlow and her sister cassie struggle to maintain the family farm in anderson's corner when clark davis finds trouble in town on his way to california ellen agrees to hire him at the farm to work off his debts Before long, Clark and Ellen unexpectedly develop feelings for each other. Ultimately, a turn of events inspires the pair to begin a legacy of love and faith together in this heartwarming family drama. Jeez, sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, Sounds not like my thing. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, It's a lot of people's thing. (laughs) Just by the way. And they fucking love it. Not surprising. They love this shit. Uh, the, like just as an example, um, I just scrolled through the reviews and somebody wrote, uh, possibly one of my favorite movies. I like good, clean movies or as clean as you can get nowadays. Oh no. So that's kind of the vibe we're That going. is not what I want to hear. You an, give you an idea. I hate it. So it has a 6.8 on IMDb. Here is a one star review. Uh, and this is called Profanity. <gasps> no. I know. Not Verified in my Hallmark purchase. Movie. Has at least one cuss word throughout. Not for Christians. Jesus saves and is God. Repent and trust him to save you from your sins and eternity in the lake of fire. End of review. I love it. It's like, don't you dare curse, but 
by the way, if you don't love Jesus, you're going to burn in hell for all of eternity. Burn you alive. Like, what the fuck? Don't say that. <laughs> okay, yeah, God, God forbid I say a bad word, but you're going to tell me how uh, I'm doomed suffer. for eternity. And I will suffer, suffer and you, you that's what you expect for, out of my the rest of my existence. And I don't see what anyway. the problem is. Um, but yeah, and I, I love that it says at least one swear word. <laughs> yeah, what, uh, it's not, like, I thought it was like, at least one an hour, like at least one. Like, it's not episodes. But that literally so. means that they heard one swear word. Oh, and they probably turned, turned it off. Turned it off. Oh. Threw it out. It says through it. I know it sounds like throughout, but it's through with a W. Oh. Sorry. Had at least one cuss word, period. T H R E W. Throughout, not for Christians. So oh. they threw it in the trash can. Um, and because it, wow. it was a DVD, so they literally threw it in the trash can. Um, which means they got to the one cuss word. The one the cuss word. Yeah. In this period piece set in like pilgrim. Okay. I know I just said it was in. in what did I say last time? Uh, prairie. It looks prairie. Like something uh, like that. You said uh, pioneer. Pioneer times. Times. I feel. You know those you times. You know those times. We remember. Times. Oregon Trail. Yeah, that kind the of game. thing. I don't know. Um, but I'm just wondering what they could have said. Like malarkey. Yeah, no, I, I was just. I have no idea what. I mean, I don't like damn. <gasps> God damn, that would be see that whoa, would make whoa, sense, whoa, but whoa, the, not whoa. actually make sense. But I could see someone reacting like that for that. Yeah, and I could see you burning in hell for the rest That's of your life. That's fine. Okay. Apple Card is a perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to three percent daily cash on every purchase every day. That's three percent on your favorite products at Apple. Two percent on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases. And 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. It's time for me to mention that article that I already mentioned. Okay, great. Uh, this is from Complex. Uh, it's titled The 15 Most Ridiculous Hallmark Movies of All Time. Yay! Uh, Jason Serafino. Uh, and this was written in 2012. So I'm sure that there <gasps> oh. the 11 years after, there mm-hmm. are many more uh, wild ones. And this was uh, while Dee and I were uh, in the car. She like sent oh, me this. Oh, that's fun. Because she, she found it. Um, so like... <laughs> There's ones like Oliver's Ghost. It's like something about a ghost, it's a ghost story. Um, that sounds great. And yeah, no, some of these I'm like, this sounds very entertaining. Um, this, but the writer author says, if there's one thing this world doesn't need. It's Hallmark trying to barge its way into Halloween. <laughs> oh, that's true, actually. And I feel like a lot of Christians wouldn't approve yeah. of that anyway. Yeah. Um, but then there's like uh, Supernova, which is. Um, the one I was talking about, like, or that I thought of is like a disaster thing that's kind of like Armageddon. It's like an oh, Armageddon spinoff. Oh, I love that. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> Which is insane, by the I, way. I think I might have a review of that. I can't remember. Uh, there's Chasing Leprechauns, <laughs> which is a St. Patrick's Day thing. Um <laughs> A Gunfighter's Pledge, which has like Luke Perry in it. What? Um, and... Pff, it's about an ex-lawman who accidentally kills a man and pledges to bring his body to his sister. Huh. I know, like it's like, and it's like this is a Hallmark movie. Like Dear Hallmark Lord. is all over the place. They apparently. are. All, that's a good way to put. It. They are all they over are the place. All. Then there's like fucking the one I was talking about earlier, and I might have a review of this one that uh, is the Mysterious Island, which is based off of uh, uh, I think a Jules Verne book uh, novel. Gullah Gullah Island. Which, 
No. No. Oh. No. It's called the Mysterious Island. Oh. Nice try though. I love Gullah Island. Me too. But this is Kyle McLaughlin, um, who I don't know if you recognize the no. name, but he's very famous. He was in the like, lead in Twin Peaks. Mm. Um, Gabrielle Anwar. Okay. If I'm even saying that right, I know recognize the name. And then Sir Patrick Stewart. Heard of him. You have? Okay, good. And then there's like The Curse of King's Tut Tomb, which was like the mummy. <laughs> like um, The mummy, but Come not. On. Um, so yeah, it's just uh, final days on planet Earth. Just wild stuff. Was that a Planet Earth spinoff? <laughs> planet Earth. No, it's just <laughs> like... David it's Attenborough, like who? This, they, according to them, actually, yeah. So they say uh, it, it's in the same vein as Independence Day. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. I kind of want to see these just for shits and gigs. Yeah. I just want to see what the hell they're doing. What, just peeking. What's, what's pro- a problem with that is like... If you go I'm in saying, expecting I see no something, problems with it. no, I'm just saying, like, end of story. If any of their audience members is like, they can so easily say, "This is just a shitty knockoff of X," you yeah. know, like, but I don't know. But I, honestly, they get their money. I feel like many of those people who view these religiously, so to speak, don't watch the actual original. That's fair. Yeah, no, that's true. Like, I don't know how many of them actually. It's watched probably like a watered down Armageddon version or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've got a review of. Mysterious Island. Okay. So I'm going to read the um, the uh, description quick. To escape evils of the Civil War, Cyrus removes his small family and random war prisoners by way of hot air balloon. Once landing on an island, the group finds they are surrounded by danger from giant insects and gold-craving pirates. Turned away by the only safe haven on the island, owned by Captain Nemo, played by Sir Patrick Stewart, the group is forced to find shelter and survive. What in the world? It has a 4.3 out of 10. Um, it stars oh Kyle McLaughlin. Um, I'm trying to think up. of Kyle who, like, he's like the main guy in Twin Peaks. That's all I know him as. That. Oh, I know this. Uh, oh, he's oh. the mayor. He's the mayor in Portlandia. He's I forgot about that. He's the mayor in Portlandia. I completely forgot that's about that. That's literally where I know him um, from. Wow, that's embarrassing. But yeah, he's he's in he's in plenty of stuff. He's a very uh, well. He's in that movie based on Gullah Gullah Island. <laughs> I think about so true. The Jules yeah. Verne. Novel, Gullah Gullah Island. Yeah, and he's also yeah. the captain in How I Met Your Mother. So I feel like that gives oh, everybody kind mm-hmm. of a broad spectrum you if you don't. You Everyone's go. probably like, I fucking know who that is. Um. <laughs> Dummy. Did you know he's from Yakima, Washington? I did not know that. Fun, fun fact. What a fun, fun fact. I thought so. Here's the review. It's a one out of ten of Mysterious Island titled, Oh, The Acting. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. Plug your ears, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> This film ranks amongst those that are so bad, they're almost amusing. Almost. Mm. Vinnie Jones turns in the worst performance as pirate Bob Harvey. He was so amazingly bad, eclipsed only by the obviously artificial wig that looks like it was last worn by a member of Motley Crue, that we couldn't contain our laughter while he was on screen. My favorite scene was where Patrick Stewart, Nemo, confronts the castaways just as there is an earthquake. I'm guessing that this whole scene was shot in a studio somewhere, on completely solid ground, and stock footage of an island with a big rumbling mountain was stuck in later. Oh no. Anyway, as Stuart delivers his lines, the pro that he is, he stumbles and shakes as the eruptions and tremors go on all around. Then we cut back to the rest of the cast, all standing still <laughs> with cow-like expressions. <laughs> Either they so he's like shaking, <laughs> yeah. and they're just staring at him blankly. Nobody gave him the memo. Oh Either they God. were wondering whether Stewart had lost his marbles, or they were filmed in a completely different studio way before Nemo's lines went into the can. That is so bad. It's hilarious, though. Doesn't save the film in the slightest. 
end of review. Oh my god, that's really bad. Yeah, and it was not the only thing like that. Apparently, uh, at one point, you could see tourists in the background, just like on a beach, like oh, like, and they're supposed to be castaways. Yeah, yeah. You could see tourists. There was another where it's like I think footage. I think someone said it was like a barge went by because this <gasps> takes place in like this is not like a current movie, but a barge was in the background. <laughs> like the whole thing just seems so. So I and I wonder how much they got paid. You know, like they these were all. Like I'm legit trying to see when this was actors. It was like written. Not, the movie was in 2005. Like somebody does. These were all. They oh, were all wow. established at this point. Because I read somewhere a review where someone said, you know, I like to. I like that Hallmark movies give actors a chance to like cut their teeth and like really like try out their acting chops. But this is not that. Like oh, these are. Someone actually think. What do you? What does that mean? Someone said like I like when Hallmark lets like new like fresh. Oh, actors I see. I see. I in. thought you meant like established actors do that. No, I was like, sorry. I mean like new mm, actors. I see. But like this is not that. Like this, this is, is clearly that. a different. This is not a that. different thing. This is a fucking 2005 movie, and like all of these people were like already like established that's I don't know. wild isn't it okay well what do i have i have um home for harvest what oh is that uh, like thanksgiving yes okay uh a travel writer is surprised i mean this is just the most hallmark plot ever mm-hmm. a travel writer is surprised to be sent back to the hometown she left heartbroken years before she meets a new man until her ex shows back up and causes trouble Uh-oh. rated tv pg <gasps> IMDb 4.6 stars. People did not like this movie at all. It got, even on Amazon, like pretty low for a Hallmark film. Um, I have a couple, but here's the first one. This is a review by Joy. It's one star, verified purchase. This movie is as good as pistachio and raspberry combined. Usually. What? what? Is that bad? Um, apparently I looked it up and... Is that like a famously bad combo? You I, looked it up? Yeah, because I thought, is that a thing? Like a saying yeah. or like a... No, there are literally places that make that flavoring baked goods. So. Like I, I, the way it was presented, I thought those two have some sort of chemical reaction that causes <laughs> oh, something really negative to happen. Oh, that's how they actually made the volcano in that scene with Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. Those raspberries and pistachio. Yeah, and that's... It's yeah. like a science project you do in <laughs> elementary school. This movie is as good as pistachio and raspberry combined. Usually watching Hallmark feels like escaping the awkwardness of real life, but this one was even worse than actually dating. The acting and script were terrible even for a Hallmark movie, which is saying something. I like Hallmark as much as the next person, but skip this one. End of review. Oh, man. Yeah, this one, this movie... The Hallmark so fans sad. were not pleased. That's that's how you know you really fucked up, Hallmark. Yeah, yeah. So when you yeah. can't even please the people that that are, are your are diehards, pleased no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Like that, it's hard to displease these people. Yeah. What was the, what was the IMDb rating? Four point six. Don't worry, I've got one better. Mm. Four point eight, as in better. It's oh, actually oh, better. oh. <laughs> Sorry, I, I made it sound like I was gonna have one lower. Um, because my next one is of the final or of final approach. <gasps> uh, it's an action-filled account of an ex-FBI negotiator who uses all his skills to save a jumbo jet headed for Los Angeles, California from the terrorists who have placed a bomb on board. Oh, no. They are all... Hallmark, I'm shocked. I had no idea. Like, I thought it was mostly romance movies. And then they've got, like, hostage situations. This is starring uh, Dean Cain uh, and then Anthony Michael Hall, uh, among other people. Okay. Okay. So here's a one out of ten uh, review of Final Approach. Movies from 2007 
this review is 2022, and the title is Meh. I'm almost offended by just how implausible nearly everything is in this film. It's as if it was written by somebody who flew on an airplane once and has only ever seen FBI agents in the movies. The level of research into the specifics of law enforcement response and the aviation industry was almost non-existent. Perhaps the only believable aspect of this is that there's a transcontinental flight from EWR to LAX. <laughs> I love terrible movies, but really feel like my time was wasted here. End of review. You know it's bad when they're like, I love the shitty movies, but like this one is just too shitty for me. Yeah, and you know, it made me sad with that other review where it said it was almost bad enough to be funny, but not there. Yeah, yeah. Which is exactly, like such yeah. a bummer because... Like, what a beautiful space to be in when it's so bad it's funny. Like, then at yeah. least it's enjoyable. Yeah. But if you're in the middle... <sighs> and it has a chance of being, like, a cult classic of some yeah. sort. Yeah. You know? But if but you gotta dredge your way through it, If man. you're just, like, miserable after watching it... Mm. Yeah. No yeah. thanks. I'm not watching that again. It's basically as good as pistachio and raspberry. Oh, so, amen. I say that all the time. But is that not the most random, like flavor combination? I like, still don't understand. It, I, I, I feel say, like it has to be a reference to something. You could say like I, peanut butter and anchovy. Like you could literally say yeah, there's so many anything gross that's gross, do. but like this doesn't even seem that gross. But that's why I Googled it. I thought maybe it was a reference. Couldn't find it. This person is probably allergic to both raspberries oh, and pistachios maybe. and only those two things. So and it's only like, when they're combined. For them, it's literally, oh, that too. Maybe it's like the only lethal thing it's their that they could eat. This next one is of Supernova, uh, a movie from 2005. Here, it, the uh, description is, The scientific possibility becomes a terrifying reality when the most powerful force in the universe threatens to hurtle home. What? That doesn't... Okay. <laughs> what do you think the most powerful force in the universe is? God. Oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> it's actually Jesus. like a... Si <laughs> oh. um, is it a, an asteroid? More powerful than an asteroid. What is the, the most powerful? The sun. Yes. Good oh. job. See, you got it. It makes sense. I could write this Don't worry. movie. This was a 3.7 out of 10. Oh, gosh. Overall. And with 1.8 thousand reviews. So it's not even that Oof. it like only had a few reviews. Oof, it was it was pretty. It was pretty bad. Uh, this is that one I mentioned that stars Luke Perry. Okay. Um, Peter Fonda is in it. Like, oh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the review is warning spoilers. And this person is very adamant about letting us know. That there are spoilers. So I'm going to read their, like... Their warnings. The, their warnings in it. Uh, but also warning you all, there are spoilers. Uh, the title is, Now I Know Why I Waited. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I will reveal the ending. I will reveal the ending. Oh my god. <laughs> I've had this thing for about two years, but could never bring myself to watch it. I knew what I was getting into when I read the description. <laughs> When I saw the words sun and supernova together, it was obvious that the story was written by a high school dropout. Whoa. But it doesn't stop there. Add to that a subplot that includes an escaped serial killer and man. Oh, and man. <laughs> Sorry. The serial killer, I think, is also a man, but they're saying, and man. Dot, oh. dot, dot. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> Not a man. <laughs> a man. Oh, God. Get him out. <laughs> Add to that a subplot that includes an escaped serial killer and man. Then the horrible acting, horrible accents, horrible effects. This is quite possibly the worst movie ever made. It seems that an astrophysicist discovers that the sun is much older than previously thought. Like this alone changes the mass to the point that the sun could supernova. And during this time of great discovery, an asteroid hit the sun. 
Yeah, an asteroid. I guess this was some form of foreshadowing, but they never tied it into why the sun keeps belting out CMEs directly at Earth. Uh, a CME is a. I had this looked Emi- up. Emission. Yeah, it's a. It's a. Carbon. <laughs> okay, keep, uh, keep going. Monoxide emission. It is a co- coronal mass ejection. That's what I said. Uh, it's a significant ejection of magnetic field and accompanying plasma mass from the sun's corona into the heliosphere. So cosmic erection is what the sun is cosmic, having. It's causing a cosmic erection. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. That's what um, I said. So, yeah, you nailed it. Thank you. Now for the lamest scene in movie history. Said astrophysicist was hiding out on a beach in a shack. And the solar fireballs that seemed to pinpoint major cities, yep, scored a direct hit on his shack. And to add the insult against viewers, this was right after he finally found true love. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wait, so he literally just got like fireballed to death? I don't even know. I don't think that's like the main thing because like. I, I mean, oh I don't, I'm God. very, yeah, so this, that's just the astrophysicist that dies, like, not even related to, that's not even the spoiler. What about the man? What the, happened to the man? Which man? I don't know, there was Oh, the man. serial killer man? You'll find out. Okay. Spoiler here! Ending revealed! Oh my God. I'm going to spoil the ending. <laughs> oh my God! Sorry, and, like, spoiler here and ending revealed has, like, 12 asterisks around them <laughs> oh and like all caps and my exclamation points. My anxiety is like spiking for I know. no good reason. I like weirdly respect it because like I don't like spoilers but like IMDB has a thing but for that. Like you can just check the box that says spoilers in this and they did. Just, so like, tone it down. Yeah, true. It doesn't, it doesn't you know, seem necessary. Just a little. Yeah. Luke Perry pours over the calculations and finds out that the original equations of the now dead astrophysicist <laughs> were wrong. Oh! He had a plus sign where it should have been a minus sign. Oh, that's good. (laughs) No, really. It's in the movie. That's good. And now that the sun has been put back into its proper place by the correct mathematical operator, it's time to finish the random serial killer story. Right. Who all this time had done nothing but walk around looking evil and riding a stolen motorcycle. (laughs) Long story short, Luke Perry's wife kills him. The end. End of review. What? Wait, kills Luke Perry? I assume the serial, oh. serial killer, but actually, <laughs> it's not confirmed. Wait, I, I'm not sure. Maybe she killed the astrophysicist. Maybe Luke Perry. Oh, is wait, Luke Perry's girlfriend is the son. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> well, why oh, do you would think be, she probably got make this hit a... by an asteroid, Alexander? <laughs> why do you think and she's she just, always having a cosmic she, erection? She had an erection on this astrophysicist, <laughs> killing him. <laughs> <laughs> This is so stupid. That sounds lovely. Like this sounds so bad that it would be like it. almost good. Like to watch. that's the like, kind enjoyable. of thing that's fun to watch because yeah. it's so bad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so your turn, then I'll finish up. I just got so worked up. I yawned because I had no oxygen in me. Okay. <laughs> is that how yawns work? I don't know, but I, I like asked that astrophysicist. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> oh damn oh, it! Oh no! Oh damn it! Luke Perry's wife killed him. God, not again. It keeps happening. Okay, so I have. These last three of Home for Harvest, they're short, but they <laughs> Jesus, they go back to back. I promise they're they're like really No, that's fine. It's just funny. I was gonna say they're relevant. They're definitely not relevant. <laughs> that's a wrong word. Um one star verified purchase is by Amy. I only came here to share how appalled I am that the writing in this movie indicates that Noah owns a restaurant and the main character, I just finished watching the movie and can't remember her name, loves avocado toast. I literally laughed out loud as he attempts to make this for her. It looks like absolute mush and she thinks it is delicious. 
Anyone who eats avocado toast knows that it doesn't look like this. The research into this cheesy movie and the acting were enough to throw me into fits of laughter. End of review. Oh, man. And the title I forgot to read. It's Terrible Acting and the Worst Avocado Toast I Have Ever Seen. So this next review that I'm going to read to you back to back is a three-star by Emily. And the title of the review is Avocado Toast Was a Nightmare. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Verified purchase. Did he puree the avocado? Oh, my God. This movie is everything you want in a Hallmark-like movie. But what the hell was that avocado toast? It was baby food avocado. It was brown. What a disaster. End of review. Are they, like, trying to appeal to millennials or something? I think that's... they just don't know what avocado toast is? I think that's ding, ding, ding. Man. The things that, like, get by and, like... Where nobody questions. Nobody ever, like, says something... Like, including the actors? Like, I don't know. They're probably, they get their paycheck. They're not going to, like, care to... criticize or whatever. And also, if they bring the avocado toast, they're like, well, it's going to take another hour to get a new avocado toast, so I'm just yeah. going to do the scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, there were a lot of reviews that were like, I I started counting how many times they said avocado toast, and I lost track. Like, they said it so many so times. Which weird. is like When was this movie bizarre. released, do you know? Um, these reviews are all from either 2021 or 2022. So it might be like so fairly pretty re- recent. So, but like after the whole avocado toast millennial like obsession, yeah, like, but definitely not timely. Yeah. But it feels timely for Hallmark. Like 10 years ago, this was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Now we'll, uh, oh, 2020 it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So here's my last one. Um, this is by Laura. It's three stars and the title is avocado toast question mark it's a verified purchase i'm a little embarrassed that i'm a millennial and had to google avocado toast oh wait nope not embarrassed at all i'm sure it tastes good but not enough to mention in public adding that to another reason i wish i was born before the 1980s as for the movie <laughs> your face why what is wrong what is wrong with people I don't know, this is so weird. But you wish you were old? You wish you were old because you don't know what... I don't know. I don't know. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Why do I try to, like, make it make sense? I know, I know. It's just... I love avocado toast. It's delicious. It is. fucking eat it. Or don't eat it. You don't have to eat it. don't eat it. But also, like, this movie seems to be anti-avocado toast if they're making it that gross. If they make it look disgusting. Like, pureed brown baby But, I mean, to be fair, that was the whole thing that, like, boomers would say if mm-hmm. millennials stop buying avocado mm-hmm. toast and like that was the whole thing so that might be part of the reason that they're doing it to like mock yeah, millennials true. i don't know but like i the things that it's another i mean we had a challenge like this but the fact that this person seems to think it's a flex that they've never heard of avocado yeah, toast. what a weird brag that's not something to be proud of it's not something to be ashamed of either but why also, are you acting like she said, you're above like, other people i'm sure it tastes good but why would you say it in public it's yeah like, why would you be ashamed to say that you God, eat avocado I'm not toast? Talking about like bdsm like what do you mean <laughs> like ashamed to say it in public it's so weird uh, okay not that you should be ashamed to say anything yeah, about BDSM. Say, mm-hmm. I'm just saying no, I know in you context mean. of like, a... I could, I would, if someone wrote that in a review, I'd be like, okay, like I could understand that. That logic but makes avocado sense. Toast is, this is what I don't get. so, like no one's going like, to get upset what? at you if you Maybe say avocado toast. Maybe they Googled it and got the wrong thing. True. Urban <laughs> Dictionary oh, yeah. Avocado Toast. Like seriously, that might be what they did. They looked it up and went, uh-oh. <laughs> like you should be ashamed of yourselves, millennials. You know why? They probably saw a post of real avocado toast and went, 
went, well, that's not what they were talking about. Oh, true, true. It didn't look anything like that in the movie. Yeah. The, uh, the, it, oh, a sexual... What? A sexual act. Nope, not reading this. <laughs> if Alexander's not reading it, we Wait. know it's bad. <laughs> but the challenge is to annoy you. No, that's why I was like, wow, I'm shocked you're not reading it. <sighs> I'll save it for the challenge. So, y'all, if you keep listening. Fuck. Keep listening. I shouldn't have even nope, brought it up. Nope, this is your fault. Also, um, I just Googled Home for the Harvest, Home for Harvest Avocado Toast, and an IMDb review came up that says, here's a fun drinking game. Take a shot every time the two leads say avocado toast. You'll be dead before the end of the movie. <laughs> God. Um, but I'm, I'm, I have yet to find a photograph of... This brown Yeah, I, like I really want to see it. I wish someone had just taken a I know. screenshot. Um, but too bad. I don't think people who... They probably don't know how to take a screen. It sounds like this is targeted towards boomers. I wish they would have taken a picture of their computer screen like my parents do. Yeah. (laughs) To send me a link. There you go. (laughs) Where I'm like, can you just send the link? They're like, I did. And I'm like, okay. Yep. All right. Let's see. Where did it go? Sorry. Uh, Let me finish this one. Adding that to another reason I wish I was born before the 1980s. As for the movie, I wasn't particularly drawn to the relationship. Usually I can start seeing a connection, but I didn't fall in love with any of the characters. Scenery is beautiful, though. End of review. Just the title. Avocado toast? Question mark? What is with people? What? That was the first one I read, by the way, and I was like, are you? What are you talking about? And then I read all the other avocado toasts and went... Oh. So at least, yeah, at least this movie seems to have uh, really made a big deal out of this avocado toast. So it makes sense that they'd mention it, but still. Oh my God. I wonder if they'd do that if it were a movie that just casually mentioned avocado toast and they got all like, what the fuck? What is that? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It seems like they, I feel like they felt like they had to know what it is to enjoy the movie. They Googled it. Probably a sign of the movies, the fault of the movies more so than this review. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. That's insane. Yeah. Um, Well, mine is not, has nothing to do with avocado toast, uh, but this is a review of the curse of King Tut's tomb. Oh God. I'm sure this is not problematic at all and was very sensitive to other cultures. Why ever? Why ever would you say that? Sorry, I shouldn't even say it out loud. (laughs) It's not something to say in public, like your avocado toast. (laughs) So true. Okay. Here's a, here's a summary. Thousands of years ago, the great child King Tutankhamun ruled. Few know the details of his life. No one knows the secrets of his death. Except the Hallmark writers. (laughs) Exactly. See? But all is about to change. In 1922, Cairo, free spirit archaeologist uh, Danny Fremont is certain that if found, King Tut's emerald tablet would hold the ultimate power to control the world. Oh, my God. But unfortunately, the only person who believes Fremont is his ruthless archaeologist nemesis Morgan Sinclair, a member of a secret society who wants the tablet to harness unspeakable evil on the world and will stop at nothing to get it and then extend their world domination. But with the help of a crackerjack team, adventurers that include uh, the doubting Egyptologist Dr. Azalea uh, Barakat, Fremont ventures through the Valley of the Kings towards Tut's tomb near the portal to the underworld and getting closer to the truth behind a mystery that will change the world forever or end it. You gotta be honest. I really... You zoned out. That's fine. That's understandable. Please don't read it again. I won't. This is from 2006. I mean, fuck. The movie's two hours, 50 minutes. What the fuck? It's three hours long? It's a three hour long movie. I wonder if it's like one of those TV movies that's like split into two or something. Oh, I hope so. It looks like, oh my God, it literally looks like an Indiana Jones ripoff too. 
Well, yeah, that, Holy doesn't, crap. that doesn't surprise me, I guess. It stars uh, Casper Van Dien, and I saw some people were like, what? He's in this? Like, how did he stoop so low or something? He's in Starship Troopers, Alita Battle Angel. Car what? Who huh? is it? Casper Van Dien. V-A-N-D-I-E-N. I've never heard of this person. Um, me neither. Then again, I've never heard of It doesn't mean much people. of it. Malcolm McDowell's in it. That's like a... Stop acting like that. That I actually know. Oh, okay. Anyway, here's a one out of ten movie. Uh, <laughs> one out of ten review for The Curse of King Tut's Tomb, titled For the Love of God. <sighs> I almost cried after watching this movie. Not because it was emotionally moving, but because I wasted $5 to rent it for the weekend. <laughs> First of all, the editing sucked. Some parts of the movie seemed to be recorded on a camcorder. The climax scene was more flat than a week-old soda. Many things didn't make sense at all, such as French soldiers in full uniform in 100-degree heat, or dynamite blowing a perfect square hole in the ground in front of a tomb. <laughs> the whole movie was not believable at all. Honestly, I've seen better acting in porn. Oh. If you want a good Egypt movie, watch The Mummy instead. Too bad I can't give this movie negative stars. End of review. I literally thought they were about to say, if you want better, if you want good acting, <laughs> Here's a watch, porn. Uh, yeah, like uh, yeah. Naughty Girls yeah. XX. Uh, watch uh, m- Mummy. I was going to say something with Mummy, and then I was too. like, that's gross. That's okay. why I changed it. And I just went quiet. You did it anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. That's the theme. That's it? Yeah. You Nailed ready? It. Alexander, I'd rather not. <laughs> Your challenge. So now, hey, I only have four reviews. It's not that many. Look, well, what you, you put me through last one. week. And now I'm going to read a uh, an Urban Dictionary post. Oh, my God. For avocado toast. And I'm only reading this because I want you all to picture this is what the person thinks that they're talking about. Oh, when right. They talk about when they said, why would you say toast. this in public? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it tastes delicious. They did say that, though. And I'm just going to read this word for word. This is fucking weird. this is so so stupid see i feel like you're uncomfortable which makes me so nervous i could cry it's so i just i don't get it like it's not even that like it's just like so weirdly specific okay avocado toast a sexual act where a west coast or latino woman experiences a squirting orgasm in the cowgirl position while riding a man with very little melanin in his skin she removes a penis from her vagina in the middle of the act and spreads her ejaculate over her partner. Uh, and then here's the here's the example. Dan. Hey, Milton. How's your relationship with Isabella going? Milton. Oh, wow. Geez. She's crazy. I've been getting avocado toasted every night. Dan. Isn't avocado toast for breakfast? Milton. Nah, man. That's it. Don't worry. It has 14 thumbs up and 83 thumbs down. Thank you. But uh, uh, that just like, wow, that's horrible. And also that means in that movie. <laughs> that's what they think is happening. <laughs> like, well, no, this movie's not what I expected. Home for harvest. Am I right? So right. Um. <laughs> that was the wildest thing. Yeah. That was wild. What yeah. you just read to me. Um, good. You're welcome. That's yeah. a good start. Now I have a review of ghost adventures. Oh, <gasps> Um, if what? you're not familiar, Ghost Adventures is, uh, Zach Baggins, Aaron Goodwin, Billy Tolly, Tolly, mm-hmm. and Jay Wosley, Wosley? I don't know. Investigate the scariest, most notorious haunted places in the world. Did you hear there's gossip coming out? Uh-oh. There's tea. What, more? Wasn't there already some stuff? I don't think so. People are basically saying, like, like, Nick 
one of the former people on the show is like releasing a tell-all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw he was like did a Q and A on Twitter. A video, like he was like, "I'll answer any questions or something." But did he? I don't know. Well, he's like releasing like a. I don't know if it. And then some guy on TikTok was like, "Yeah, I have stuff to add too." And now people are like, "What is it?" Em and I are kind of convinced. I don't know. I feel like it has to be. Like, I feel like they're gonna be like, sometimes they fake stuff. And it's like, well, duh, right? And like half the world already believes that. So I don't understand. But I mean, anyway. Um, And by the way, I just, it's uh, annoy you. This probably won't annoy you really. I don't know. It's already annoying me. Okay. I I know you and Zach go way back. Way back. It's kind of like, you know, it's maybe a touchy subject in some ways. Indeed. But this is a 10 out of 10. Oh, no. Okay, I see. Freaking what addicting. I see what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Brought a very positive one. Uh-huh. Here we go. If Ghost Adventures had their own church, I would be there every <gasps> Sunday and Wednesday service, and more than likely every single pie pick and bake sale. This show rocks. Premise is simple: twelve hours, one haunted place, and three tubular dudes with video cameras who are locked in from dusk till dawn. Sweet movie. It can't get any better. Personally, I don't doubt them one bit. They're not there to prove a haunting or dismiss it. They're just there to capture the legends on film. The locations are credible. You've probably even seen them on other paranormal shows, which even makes them more credible. As for their evidence, they break it down immediately after it happens, sometimes playing it over a few times or at a slower pace. And if they catch anything really spooky, like a full apparition, it's analyzed to death because ultimately that's the main goal is to show you that what they get is real. It's also nice to have just three regular normal guys interacting with you through the show. Interacting with you? Yeah, I don't know. This person is living very vicariously through this experience or something. I get it. Through the show, then a bunch of pocket protector scientists whom you can't even understand. Zach, Nick, and Aaron are just like you, which makes the series even better. They do the exact same things my friends and I do on the weekends. What? And it's so <laughs> awesome to know that we're not the only ones who do that crazy crap. I love them, can't get enough of them, and hope it's on air forever. End of review. Wow. Yeah, this was from 2010, so two years into the, the series. I very enthusiastic. Really want to live a, a day in the life where I'm this enthusiastic and convinced about the mm. what's the word like the um, validity? Yeah, the validity, the like sincerity, the genuine, mm, mm, mm. you know, behind Ghost Adventures. Yes. Like I can't imagine no, I a world yeah. in which I would watch it and go. These are just the top, most genuine, <laughs> most sincere, most yeah. just like me people I've ever watched on television. Yeah. It's honestly dizzying to yeah. think about. No, agreed. Uh, I hope that the news about Zach doesn't break this person. I, that's a good point. This I was mean, written, I mean, that's great. This was written in 2010. So who knows what, 13 years later, what they're up to or like well, how yeah. they feel about Ghost Adventures. Because I know the shows that I was really into in 2010. I probably can't even tell you what they are. I probably could, but. That's probably like Community, actually. When was that coming out? <laughs> I think that's about right. Okay, so never mind. <laughs> I take it back. Tequila, tequila. I don't oh, know. yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, talk, uh, that ruined me once I realized how terrible Tequila, tequila. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I did not ruin me, but. Alexander would write reviews like this where he said, she's just like me. She's just like and me. I was like, now I have to go back and scrub everything. I know. It's really embarrassing for me, honestly. Yeah, true. Um, oh, yeah. You were the one that made me scrub everything. That's I did. Right. And for... I was like, can I stay? Do you mind if I do a little PSA uh, defending Tila Tequila? And you're yeah. like, no. Well, I let you do it, but I just. <laughs> and then you deleted it. I put it in a Word doc, like in. Oh, my not God. Not to bring up the office again. But 
you know, just <laughs> gave you a blog and it was just a word <laughs> just document. Just a word doc. Um, um, no, also, fuck tequila, by the way. <gasps> Whoa. I'm just saying. Talk she's about She's terrible. Hot she's tea. like awful. She's like anti-Semitic. Yes. She's like really yes. awful. Yeah. She's anyway. a bad person. Hey. What's up? Uh, the church. Of, of uh, I almost said Scientology. Of Ghost Adventures. Yes. Not loving it. Yeah, you know, I didn't think you would. No. Yeah, I thought this was the kind of person that, like, yeah, well, I'm sure you are a fan to an extent of the show. Um, and I know many of the people who listen to this podcast, let alone and That's Why We Drink, are fans of the show. This is too much for you. It's, I know. It's a I, little far. It, it's too far for you. And I'm really still having an existential crisis where they said, Zach is just like you. Oh, yeah. And you said that to me. And I yep. feel like oh, my, that was, that was dire- my that was, that identity was dire- is crumbling. Dr- yeah, that was directed towards you. Got it. I mean, you've made your basically living in the same way. I'm just saying. I just, 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 just some thoughts. I don't know. I don't know. You connect the dots. Just words. Anyway. What was our <laughs> slogan? We just say words. Here. We just say words. You connect the dots. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, I'm moving on. God. This next one is of the London Lodge Motel. Oh, boy. This is in Air... <laughs> New Orleans, sorry, it's on Airline Highway Whoa. Uh, in New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay. What's it called? London Lodge Motel. Okay, it's a very confusing. <laughs> I didn't name it. Leave me out. Uh, leave me alone. Okay, fine. Okay, here we go. I'll leave you alone. This one comes with a picture. <laughs> and you must look at the picture. No! That's part of the challenge. I, like, mu- I, you must look at it. I already don't want it. And you're definitely not going to want it after I finish the review. Uh, don't worry. I'm not going to read. Uh, so this is the update. I'm not going to read the original. Here we go. One star. Beware. This place is infested with scabies. I got them all over my nuts, my (gasps) penis, and my ass. I stayed there five years ago, and here we are five years later, and they're still invading my nuts. My penis! No. Cannot get rid of them. Went to the doctor about five times. Got all the creams and pills you're supposed to get for scabies, but they just won't leave me alone. Had to get lawn and garden spray to kill them. (gasps) Do not stay at the London Lodge exit nightmare. These people are alcoholic drug addicts, spelled A-T-T-I-C apostrophe S, (laughs) Uh, that on his place, they don't even put the damn money back in the fucking place to buy fresh bedding and pillows are people, and they don't even fumigate what nasty people and owners they are. End of review. No, oh, no, they just the like, scabies, they're they, coming back. They, yeah, they're like, no pun- time for punctuation. Sorry. I don't even know what I'm saying. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Anyway, off right at the end. Here's a picture of this guy's butt with scabies. Gross, uh, huh? Alexander, you did not just show me a scabies ridden ass. Yeah, I did. It. I'm just doing. And did I'm just... he spray fucking what's that stuff Roundup up yeah, his butthole? I think so. <laughs> did he spray his penis with Roundup? I think so. Maybe. Alexander, I'm concerned. I think that might be what no, that no, rash it's not is. Pretty. It's not pretty. I don't know if that's scabies. I know it said that worked. That's the thing. It said I had to get lawn and garden stuff to clear it. Like I think that's what worked. Maybe got rid of the scabies, but created like yeah. uh, I don't know what happens with like GMO foods. I feel like Nothing. that's what happened to Not him. Not this. <laughs> He's kind of like become a mutated yeah, or something. Yeah, maybe. Um, alrighty. My next one is of Maxim Health and Fitness Whoa. in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Cool. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> um, and this is a three-star review. Here we go. If I have to hear Fallout Boy's cover of MJ's Beat It one more <laughs> fucking time while I'm trying to treadmill. Ah! Most oppressive serious radio selections at this gym ever. Clean, though. Locker rooms are the size of a closet. 
Thank God I'm not into cruising gyms or casual sauna sex, because if I was, I'd be shit out of luck here. End of review. But how romantic would it be uh, to have... Specifically to beat it? To beat it? I didn't even think of Mm -hmm, the fact mm -hmm. that we say beat it. Yeah, how romantic indeed. (laughs) Alexander. I'm sorry. That's rude. And also, I tried to figure out the whole time what you searched to get that review. Um... I did like fuck Fallout Boy or hate Fallout Boy. So I did evil. like site colon yelp.com. Like so I fucking evil. hate Fallout Boy or something. <laughs> um, You're so rude. Yeah. Oh no. I don't even know that last one before this. I have no idea what I searched in hindsight. Uh, what Maybe you fuck? were just on your own. I did not search scabies, journey. that's for sure. Like, I did not want that. You know, I wasn't like, ha ha ha, I want to show her a picture sure? of a scabies did you, butt. Did you type in balls or something or nuts or. I don't, I, a penis, I don't think so. Like, I really don't. I think, honestly, now that I think about it, I think there was something else in a different review. And then you found And that. I found that because there were only like seven so reviews. So unfortunate. And I saw the picture. That's what it was. Um, so I found a different review that I did not like in hindsight. Like, I was like, this is not, a pr-. it was not nice. It was like kind of, it was, I remember something about, I forget it exactly, but I remember being like this, I do not feel comfortable reading this. And then I saw in the pictures and I was like, is that someone's butt? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I clicked on it and I was like, okay. Good thing I still got something out of this search. I'm I'm like positive that's how it happened. Dear Lord. Yeah. So. Okay. You're welcome. It could have been worse. Trust me. I uh, I wasn't even going to ask how you found that last one. I just wanted to know about the Fall Out Boy. And yeah. Yeah. It hurts. It does. It does hurt. This one has a pretty like obvious search that I mm. did that I I did on purpose. And I'm trying to figure out. You'll figure this out very in no time. Okay. Is this the last this one? This is my last one. Oh. It's five stars though. It's it's a it's a redemption. This is of Wesley's Booby Trap. Uh oh, it's uh, an adult entertainment bar. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, features intimate, good for groups. Mm, uh, what groups? <laughs> what Maybe groups? we need a little more specificity there. Well, this is in Dora, Alabama. Okay. And this is a five star review. Those mommy milkers nope. were fantastic. Absolutely not. I emptied my piggy bank into my bright red Velcro. The. I'm so glad you said uh, sorry, empty I know. my piggy I, bank. I, 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 your gaps kind of threw me because I was like, sorry. oh, yeah. I really. You were ready for something much worse. And then oh, I was like, oh. my God. Uh, and I almost started to laugh thinking about what you thought. <sighs> I emptied my penis. In, sorry. <gasps> Alexander. <laughs> you, you, that was your fault. You fucking monster. <laughs> okay, here we go. You I'm sorry, sorry. Terrible. Don't worry. Let me start from the beginning. God damn it. Those mommy milkers no. were fantastic. I emptied my piggy bank into my bright red Velcro wallet, and my, I can't say it. It also help, doesn't help that I can't say that. My bright red Velcro wallet and my jeans and begged mother to take me to Wesley's booby trap for the free continental buffet. After sitting at one of the stage seats, I unfurled my wallet with a z- resounding squanch and pennies rain from heaven in that titty bar. I truly felt the presence of the Lord in that titty bar. Thanks. End of review. Thanks. Yep. Fuck you, guy. Also, I feel like we got a name for our Hallmark film, or our, our better acting than a Hallmark film. Mummy Milkers? Wait, what? M- the Mummy. The Mummy, mummy Milkers. The Mummy Milkers. Mm. Good job, Christina. Look, see, it's productive to look up these kinds of things. God damn it. It really put me in a bad mood, though. Good, good, good. Was it worth it for you, though? Yeah, because I'm leaving. This is, that's the thing. (laughs) 
It's like I'm. I go home. I was so this. mad when I asked you like whose goes first, and you're like your challenge is first, and I was like that sucks. And it was that's just the order it's been in lately. Yeah, it's not. It, I actually didn't realize that until you asked, and I looked it up. It sucks. Yeah, too bad for me. But you, I had to be annoyed. Sit here annoyed, festering while we did a whole new episode, festering that's... in my scabies and stuff. Ew. I was just like my nuts, my penis, and I've then later s- my penis, my nuts, my, my ass. ass. This is all over. I've got some deet downstairs. Good. If thank you want to spray that all over your nether regions. Uh, always. Yeah, I know you do. Always. Um, wow, Alexander, that was upsetting. Thank you. <laughs> all righty, y'all. Uh, thanks for that. Um, if you want to participate in these theme and I'm challenge you're things. I'm thanks to Gregory because he's the oh, only one to blame. Gregory, yeah. Blame Gregory. You can yell at him on the Patreon pages. Like we, He's on there. Go yell at him if, or or go give him thanks or whatever you want. And then when he reports um, it to as long Patreon, as you're us money, you can do it. we're going to allow it. We're going to say, true, we don't see anything wrong true, with you true, yelling at Gregory. True. What's one patron, you know? <laughs> What's one Gregory? <laughs> What's one Gregory? We probably have at least two. <laughs> um, but no, thank you all for listening. Um, Patreon.com slash BeachUSandy. Uh, TikTok.com slash at beach. Okay, just follow us on, on social TikTok media. Too. We're on TikTok. It's fun. Um, uh, Is that how you do it? At? An, uh, yeah, you have to put the at, I think. Yep, I don't know I if you have it. to, but that's right. Just look for us, Beach to Sandy. Um, we're also post them on Reels, and by we, I mean our, our lovely team that does great work for us and has been putting some great funny moments on there. So. Yeah, they basically clip some of the parts it's of the show and put them on. With our video. With so our video. Go check it out at Beach2Sandy. Wee! Uh, yeah, love y'all. Talk to you soon. Um, bye! Beach2Sandy, Water Too Wet is a Forever Dog production hosted and produced by Zandy and Christine Schieffer. It's edited by Brian Heveron-Smith. Cover art by Courtney Aventura. Theme music by Mavis White. Executive produced by Mariah Nicholas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Bowen.